Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 59, Truths You Must Face If You Want to Make a Real Change. Hey, this is Cliff Ravenscraft from PodcastAnswerMan.com, and you are listening to the Strategic Living Podcast with my great friend, Brian Holmes, who is now going to take your thinking to the next level. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. You have, in fact, found the Strategic Living Podcast. My name is Brian Holmes, and it is a joy to have you with us. We are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening dreams, activating destinies. We want to change the world. Well, on this program, it's our desire to see you healed, your mind renewed and transformed. We want to see you discover all that God has created you to be. And we want to see you engaged in it. It's going to be a great program today. We're talking about the ever-elusive concept of change. Let's get started, everybody. Great to have you with us today. Man, it's been a while since I've sat in this chair and gotten behind the microphone here. It's great to be really back in the saddle again, I suppose, Uh, You might realize that I've been traveling a great deal. The last two months, I've been, gosh, all over the place. And uh, it's been a wonderful season, a great time. But I am really glad to be home. I'm glad to be with you. I'm glad to be back engaged in what it is God's created me to do. Of course, I've been doing that around the world as well. Well, today's episode is going to be very unique, as always. But I want to challenge you. And I'm going to begin by asking you some questions questions that I hope will get you thinking. And I'll start with this one. Are you overweight? You say, what in the world are you talking about? Am I overweight? What's that got to do with change? Well, we'll find out. How about this one? Are you miserable in your current job or career situation? You keep repeating the same patterns in your life over and over and over again. How about this? Would you like to make more money? Now, if you're driving your car, listening to this podcast, don't wreck the car, but I want to hear a yes and I want to hear an amen from you right now. Do you want more money? Could you use in your life more provision, the ability to to move more, shape more, do more? Do you feel that you have more to offer this world than what you're presently putting out? Is there more in there that you could do, more in there that you could achieve, more in there that you could impact with? How about this one? Here's a, here's a different one for you. Are you tired of living where you're living? Are you just like, okay, I've been here forever and I'm kind of done now and I'm ready for a fresh start, a new beginning, a, a new surrounding? Well, are you possibly yearning for new and life-giving relationships. Maybe the ones you have in your life now, they're just not doing it for you. Are you tired of the same old, same old, same old, same old? Well, if your answer to any of these questions or any other questions that might have popped into your mind while we were going through these, if your answer is yes, you might be ready for change. You know, it's like you might be a redneck if, well, you might need change. If the answer to any of those questions is yes, on today's program, I want to share with you 
10 truths that you must face eyeball to eyeball if you want to realize lasting change in your life. 10 things you're going to have to deal with head on if you really, truly want some change. Well, our biblical principle for this this topic takes us to Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. It says, Brethren, I do not regard myself as having arrived yet. Man, if where I am today is where I've arrived, I don't want to be here. But Paul said, "I, I don't regard myself as having arrived yet, but one thing I do, I'm forgetting everything behind me, and I'm reaching forward to what lies ahead. I'm forgetting what's behind, and I'm only focusing on and pushing toward what is in front of me, the future, the the new. Isaiah 43 has a great passage. You've heard me talk about this before, I'm sure. Verse 18, 19 says, Do not call to mind the former things, nor even consider the things of the past. Why? He says, because I'm doing something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? And then, of course, one we've talked about numerous times on the program, but it certainly applies here. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it's the time chapter. It starts by saying there is an appointed time for everything. And then it lists out a time for this, a time for this, a time for this, a time for this. And we see the extremes. We see the before and after. But what about that in-between phase, between point A, point B, that that place called transition, that place called change? What do we do with that? Well, I'll tell you what. I know a lot of people that focus so much on their past, they can't even see their future. I know a lot of people that are just grumbling, complaining, and whining about how bad things are instead of focusing on what could be if they would just take some accountability and make the change. Today we're going to talk about it, and I'm going to share these 10 truths with you that I believe will change your life if you're willing to engage the change in you. Well, what about me? What about my health? What about my life? What about my my business? What about my relationships? Am I ready for change? Am I ready to engage this process? Well, we'll see what you do. Change. The great Steve Jobs, business leader, innovator, once said this. He said, for the past 33 years, I've looked in the mirror every morning, and I've asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I have to change something. Oh my gosh, what a powerful quote by Steve Jobs. Man, what a, what a insight into this man's heart, into the, what dro- drove him to such excellence. Every day he looked himself straight in the mirror and asked himself, If this is my last day, do I really want to go do this thing? Do I want to go to this job? Do I want to go see that person? Do I want to spend time with this individual? Do I want to engage in this activity? 
And when the answer was no enough times back to back, it was a a red flag where he knew something had to change. How many people do we know that never stop to consider this? How many people do we know that never even entertain the idea of, if this were my last day, would I spend it doing this? Much less would they have the, the courage to address the necessary change that brings about fulfillment, results, happiness, joy, prosperity, movement, progress. I know so many people who who kind of go off from time to time. They say, I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm just so tired of everything. I'm just tired of I'm tired of this job. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of people telling me what to do. I'm tired of I'm tired of all of it. I'm just sick and tired of all of it. I'm just I'm tired of being tired. I'm just I'm tired of not knowing how to be tired. I'm tired of everything. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired. I had no idea I had that in me. Sorry about that. (laughs) But people who are sick and tired of being sick and tired, there's no joy, no fulfillment. They're miserable. They're fat. They're, They're in a mundane, miserable job, and they don't like the people they're around, and there's no life. Yet, they get up every single day and go out and do the same doggone thing over and over and over again. The things they hate, the things that are producing no results, the things that are producing no joy, no lasting uh, impression in anyone's life other than just to to do the deal every day. This is, ladies and gentlemen, by definition, this is insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting something just to change arbitrarily all by itself. It's not going to happen. Why do we settle for less than what we're capable of? Why do we settle for less than what we are in line to receive? Why do we settle for less than what our heart desires? Why do we simply give up and just allow ourselves to assimilate into the matrix that is life and not really enjoy what it is we're doing with our life? I'm often curious about this. Why is it that so many people resist change? Why, when it comes to this awareness of, okay, I can, I can change something here, but I have to, to do that. I've got to change me. I've got to change this. And we push back on change and therefore we forfeit progress. Why are we willing to continue in our present state at the expense of what could be the possibilities? Think of the possibilities. Think of the possibilities. You've heard me say often on the program that life is lived on levels experienced in stages. Well, the truth is, what is fantastic and excellent on one level at the next level becomes mediocre. And somewhere between this level and the next level, I have to change. I have to adapt to the potential of my new environment. And so it requires me to change. Well, 69 to 70% of individuals on the planet are the type of personality style that is really challenged by change. They don't like it. They, they're they more prone to stay with what is proven, even though it's making them miserable, than they are to make a change and inherently deal with the risk. 70% of people on the planet don't like change. Well, I would say to you that if you're going to move to the next level, if you're going to shift your life into a different gear, if you're going to achieve and to arrive at and to accomplish more than you've ever done before, if you're going to be more of what God created you to be in the earth, I promise you 
along the way in this journey, you'll be faced with change. You don't have to change. It's a choice. You can stay just like you are, present circumstances, present state, present surroundings, present environment, present relationships, or you can say, no, God has better for me, and so I'm going to do whatever it takes. Well, as you engage that mindset, there are seven truths that I believe you must face if you're going to experience real change. Let's go through those now. Truth number one, your present circumstance is nothing more and nothing less than a reflection of past choices. In other words, where you are today, what you are today, your experience today, your life today, your money today, your health today, your relationships, your career, everything about you today is simply a reflection of the choices you've made that have brought you to this point. Right now, I'm dealing with the consequences of some choices I've made over the last couple of years, and it's brought me to a particular place in my life where I've, had, I've been faced with the choice, do I, do I make a change or do I risk my health? In my case, I'm overweight. I'm 60 pounds minimum overweight. I must do something, not just crash diet, not just crazy, hey, I'm going to drop a bunch of pounds and gain it. I've done that so many times. I've lost it, gained it back. No, I have to make a decision today to save my life. I have to make a decision today knowing that my, my father, my natural father, passed away at 64 years of age and never probably accomplished what he could have in his lifetime because he didn't take care of his body. I have to make a choice that... Uh, knowing that heart disease runs in my family, cancer runs in my family, and I'm not claiming any of it because I, I won't have any of it in my life. But here's the piece. I have to do my part. Right now, I'm struggling to sleep well. I It's affecting my energy levels. It's affecting my clarity of mind. It's affecting my performance when, I, when I'm speaking and doing the things that I do. And I have come to a place where I, I'm willing to deal with change because I know that my present condition is nothing more and nothing less than a reflection of all the choices I've made till now. So I have to change some things, which I'm doing, by the way. Truth number two, you cannot change that which you are not willing to acknowledge. A quote from Dr. Phil McGraw. You cannot change something. You can't change anything if you're not first willing to take ownership of it. You cannot change anything in your life unless you are willing to take accountability for it. You cannot change anything in your life, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not willing to take responsibility. The first step toward change is awareness. The second step is acceptance. That's Nathaniel Brandon. The first step toward change is awareness. The second step is acceptance. I have to embrace the fact that this is what I'm dealing with. I have to own it. As the blue angels say, fess it and fix it. I have to first take ownership. I cannot change what I'm not willing to acknowledge. Recently, I said to myself, I said, self, I said, you're miserable, you're overweight, you're unhealthy, you're not sleeping well, and it's affecting your ability to love your wife, to love your children, to love the people you engage with, to do the work that I've called you to do. I, I, 
I had to say I own it. The great Jim Rome says this. He says, you must take personal responsibility. You cannot change maybe the circumstances, the seasons, or even the wind, but you can change yourself. And that is something you have charge of. Truth number two, you cannot change what you are not willing to acknowledge. Truth number three, it all starts with you. No one else is responsible for you. No one else can change you. It starts with you. In fact, it reminds me of this. That's right. It starts with a man in the mirror. You, when you look in the mirror, you have to know it's you. You, only you can change it. You can't blame anybody else. No one else can actually come in and do it for you. It's what you have to grapple with, You, what you have to do, what you have to choose for yourself. The man in the mirror cannot be a victim. You can't have a victim mindset and expect wonderful things to happen in your life. It starts with you. Truth number three. Now truth number four. This one's very, very vital to this conversation. Change your mind and change your world. When you change your mind, your thinking, your beliefs, when you get rid of the garbage and the limiting beliefs and the thinking that has brought you to this point and you replace that with healthy thoughts, strong self-talk, Biblical, godly beliefs about who you are, what you are, what you can do, what you can accomplish, what you're capable of. When you change your mind, everything around you begins to adapt to the new you. George Bernard Shaw said, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. So what do we have to do, Brian? We have to look at our beliefs. We have to go deep inside and look at what are the thought processes, the beliefs, the mindsets that have brought us to our present state. And we have to know that if if we're looking for lasting and significant change, the beliefs that got us here are not going to get us there. You catch that? The mindsets, the thought processes, the beliefs that I've held that have brought me to my present state, they're not going to get me where I want to go. So I have to change my mind so I can change my world. Truth number five. When you cannot change your environment around you, sometimes you have to create or find a new one. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, sometimes we're in spheres or arenas or jobs or careers or relationships. We're around things that we can't control. We, we don't have the last say. We can't make a company change a policy. We can't, we can't necessarily make a CEO understand that our direct report manager is a jerk. We, we might not be able to change the circumstance around us. And if we find that we can't change it, we must then choose to either disconnect ourselves from it or create a new one for ourselves. 
It's amazing to me that people become so accustomed to dysfunction that they just expect that, well, you know, if I hang around long enough and if I, if I do enough and I just do my job and I blah, 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 someday, somehow, some way, uh, you know, something's going to change and it's going to be okay. That's crazy thinking. No, man. Sometimes you got to just say, all right, you know what? I can see clearly this is not going to change. So I have to now decide, am I going to continue to yield my heart and my mind and my spirit to this environment? Or am I going to just say, adios, got to go, see ya. I'm going to go be somewhere with people in an environment that's going to be positive for me and help me to get where God's trying to take me in my life. There comes a point when you must realize that the current environment or circumstance is not going to change. You just have to decide. The great Victor Frankl said this. He said, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. I'm going to say to you right now, if if the job you're in, the career you're in, the, the ministry you're in, the role, maybe it's a role you're in, and that the expectations of people around you, they're not going to change. And so you may have to extract yourself from the role, from the environment, from the circumstance, and go create a new environment to thrive in because the people, the expectations, the culture that is that environment that you're presently in is not going to change. Truth number five, when you can't change your environment, sometimes you have to create or find a new one. Truth number six, to resist change is to forfeit your future. There is Listen to this. There is no progress without change. Level to level, faith to faith, glory to glory. As I move in life, I'm I'm growing, I'm developing, I am being promoted. I am moving from one sphere to another and I am growing into it and it requires me to change. Now, if I don't like change instinctively, that's fine, but I have to discipline myself to change if I'm going to realize progress in my life. One of the biggest things that that causes this to be a problem in most people's lives is they're stuck in the past. They're literally stuck in the past. Or maybe they're stuck in the present. I don't know. But sometimes we can be so enamored by or so fixated on all the events in our lives, all the past failures, all the past experiences, past relationships, past successes even. We can be so enamored with that that we forfeit our future and we resist change because we're more comfortable knowing what we know than engaging what we don't know. The scripture we read today, I'm forgetting those things that are behind me so so that I can move toward the things that are in front of me. You cannot live with an eye to the future if you're always looking behind you. You You can't keep focused on what's ahead if you're always looking in retrospect. President John F. Kennedy said, change is the law of life. And those who look only to the past or even the present are certain to miss their future. Wow. Don't get stuck in the past and don't even get stuck in your present. There's a powerful future ahead of you. Rule number six, truth number six, rather, to resist change is to forfeit your future. Truth number seven. Last, certainly not least, Nothing changes until something changes. 
Please don't complain about the way you feel physically, your health. Don't fuss about it. Don't whine about it. Do something about it. Engage in some program of healthy eating. Engage in an exercise program. Get some accountability in your life. Whatever you have to do to make that change, make that change because nothing changes until something. My health is not going to change until I make changes in my health. Don't, don't whine about how much you hate your job. Man, do I talk to people who hate what they're doing. They're just, just life sucks. It's just terrible. And they, they, every day they, they just they can't stand the thought of having to get up one more day to do the thing over again, but they keep doing it. Don't whine about how much you hate your job. Do something to change it. Find something you love and do it with all of your might. Don't, don't feel sorry for yourself because you're always alone or you're, you've never been married or you don't have a husband, don't have a wife, don't have a friend. Listen, if you're always finding yourself alone, it's because you choose to be alone. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Make a change. Place yourself in opportunistic environments where you can meet new people, make new friends, make new relationships. Don't live in an abusive situation or, or don't allow yourself to be mistreated. If that relationship is that to you, cut it off. Be done with it. Arriva la dirty, baby, out of here. Gotta go. I'm changing my, my environment. I'm changing the rules here. I'm not going to let you keep treating me this way. Change it. Don't continue to accumulate or live in debt or live beyond your means. If you want to know why you're in the financial straits you are right now, it's because of choices you've made. So don't keep doing what you've always done. Change it. Nothing changes until something changes. I want to encourage you. Be the change you desire to see. Decide what it is you want in your life. Juxtaposition. Uh, contrast that with where you are today. Decide. Articulate it. Write it out. Paint a picture. Know where it is you want to go and what it looks like. And then make a determination. What do I have to change to become that? What do I have to change to experience that? What do I have to change to, to engage that level of living, that level of success and blessing and prosperity and fulfillment? What do I have to do to change in me and outside of me to get there? It's going to require change. A few questions that I'm going to leave you with today. What area specifically are you ready to see changed in your life? What are you tired of? What are you done with? Are you done living in the city you're living in? Are you done with that particular career path or that job? Are you, are you finished maybe in that role that has bound you and limited you to be something or someone that you're really not, you're not created to be limited. Are you in a role that is keeping you hogtied? What are you ready to see changed in your life? Name it. What are you willing to change about you so that you can see the change that you want to see? That's a big one. Now that I know what I want to see changed, what is it I'm willing to change about me to make that change a reality? Listen, if you're a person who is always looking outside yourself, pointing the finger, blaming others, blaming circumstances, you'll never get there. Just hear me right now. Look at that in your own heart, in your own life. Am I a person who's always just blaming somebody else and not taking accountability? No. What is it that you want to see changed in your life and what are you willing to change? 
so you can see that change become a reality in your life. I want to hear from you. I want to know what what God's doing in your heart. I want to know what it is you're expecting out of this next season. You know, here's what I know. I know that change is in the air. You say, what do you mean, Brian? What I mean is simply this. I'm telling you that everyone I talk to is in some form of transition, some form of movement. Everyone recognizes that there's some sort of a, a thing happening where we're we're being moved to a different place, a different level of success, a different level of operation. Good things are happening. Good things are happening. Change is in the air. Will you be a part of it? That's the question. Will you be engaged with it? Will you allow yourself permission to say, all right, I've been comfortable with this long enough, but now it's time for me to to change. I want to hear from you. What are you ready to see changed in your life? What are you willing to change about you so that you can see the change you want to see? Go to brianholmes.com forward slash 059 and go to the show notes to this episode. Scroll down to the comment section and we would love to hear your answers to these questions there. Your comments, your input. What can you encourage others in as it relates to change Maybe you're further ahead in life. Maybe you're you're already down the road in your journey. Maybe you can encourage someone else to make that change. Well, a lot of phenomenal things happening around BrianHolmes.com and the Strategic Living Institute and the podcast. Man, have I got some wonderful things in the pipeline for you and for all of those that we have the privilege of touching their lives. I'm working on a couple of new books right now. We're going to be sometime in the first quarter of the year releasing Healing the Broken Soul, uh, a new book that's going to be sharing more about my story and the things we learned going through that process. Before that, I'm going to be launching a, a new ebook that's called, very simply, The Four Cornerstones for Strategic Living, Building Your Life by Design. I am so excited about that little ebook. It's probably going to be 75 to 100 pages, but it's going to, it's going to be power-packed with some great, great stuff. Well, our new website's going to be launched here in a couple of weeks. Keep your ear to the ground and your eyes open for that. It's going to be a phenomenal new resource for you and And for us, a way for us to reach more people with this great message. Well, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast in iTunes. Rate the podcast if you'd be so kind to do that. We'd we'd really appreciate that. And if you have the time and would be willing to do it, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. How can we reach more people? How can we touch you in a more meaningful way? All of that can be done at brianholmes.com forward slash iTunes. Be sure to subscribe to our email update list as well so we can keep in touch with you with all the great news that's going on well if something we've shared today has blessed you share it with a friend we look forward to seeing you again god bless